BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Rob Fox in a big way in Las Vegas. What a way to return. This fight was over a while ago, man. I hate hard, man. You saw what I did with just a jab. Imagine if I put a couple combinations together. So whatever fight that gets me closest to the belt, I'm there. Rob Font, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. All right, well, welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Uh, Matt and I are joined today by, uh, it's very rare that all three of us are on together. Uh, Robbie Fox from Barstool. And uh, usually you're with me or you're with Matt when one of us is gone. So it's nice that we're all here together. It's got a holiday vibe. I know. I'm stoked about this. I didn't know that I was going to be here with the both of you guys. I, I just assumed that one of you guys was maybe out. One of you guys was traveling. But no, yeah, we got a whole holiday party. Or which is nice. Maybe they're looking nice. to get rid of one of us. And they're just seeing how you fit in here, kid. <laughs> or both of us. Oh, Robbie, both I'm so, of happy us. To, so happy to see Robbie. Robbie's a good kid. We also have Rob Rob Font, um, and we and we have um, Adam Hunter, uh, comedian. He's a friend of mine for a long time. I haven't seen Adam, he, and he has a special yeah. on Fight Pass. And I meant to, it's funny. I don't have Adam's number at this point. And I was like, I want to text him and congratulate him. And then here he is. He's coming on the show today. So wait, Great. you want to congratulate him about what? He's he's got a special out um, on, on Fight Pass on fucking Netflix. Fight Pass. Like you? No, on Fight Pass. On Fight Pass. What does he have on Fight Pass? Well, he's Con- roasting. You know, he does a lot of <laughs> MMA stuff. It's very specific. It's called throwing punches. It's very specific to mixed martial arts. And he, he's, his uh, Twitter is very funny. MMA roasted. Oh, yeah. He uh, roasts all the MMA people. Which he is got very, he's got some funny stuff. He got me before. I'm sure. Sounds like he's got some bad blood. Yeah. Oh, I like Adam. <laughs> no, I'm no, kidding. no, I'm kidding. I like I'm, kidding. I'm, I'm, I'm joking. Yeah. But I, 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 I know he's he had to get me before. Hey, Jimmy. Yes, sir. Let me tell you. You know what? I'm know why I'm happy that Robbie. Why? Not that I don't love talk. I love talking to you. You know that. I understand. How many times you go? You press right to voicemail when I try to call you. But the point is, I never see this kid. This kid right here has good taste. Do you know why? Why? Do you know what he's watching? Do you know what he's streamed? Do you know what he's all caught up on and he can't wait to talk to me about it either now or the end of the show? I'm I'll hoping it's not that ludicrous Disney Plus show. Well, I mean, I don't know why you said ludicrous. Ludicrous. Try to bring not in it. back. Move out <laughs> the way. Listen to me. Listen. Yes. 
The Mandalorian. Ah. I mean, we're going to talk about this, but I mean, hey, listen, Jimmy, chances are I don't even think Baby Yoda or Sh- Grogu is his name. I don't think Grogu is going to be in next season. I hope. Uh, yeah. I a, a certain Jedi. I'm not I'm not doing a spoiler right away in case people will listen in and maybe I'll, I'll say it later on. A certain Jedi took him, took him under his wing. Kind of like back in the day, how Master Henzo took me under his wing. Ah, trained me exactly. It's, it, well, that's what I thought of when I watched the episode. It's nothing like that, but it, it's true. Right? It could be like that. It, it, what an episode, Robbie, of the Mandalorian! Amazing. It was like a movie. It was like watching a Star Wars movie on TV. I stayed up till three in the morning to watch it. I was delirious. Right? Oh, I was, I was, I was crying by the end of it. Tears were flowing. You know what I like to watch, and I watch with my family is react. It's on YouTube. It's like reactions. Yes. Uh, reactions, it, it, Jimmy. You it's like really, those? It's, it's listen. It's it's harmless. These people don't call them nerds, but they. I'm one of these they, people. They, that's what's upsetting about it. For Barstool, you, I got to do the reactions and I got to film myself. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get out of here! I can watch I'll you. Send, react you could with, watch me, yeah. Robbie, can I watch you, Robbie Fox, watching? Like you're going to see your reaction to the Mandalorian or no? The final ten minutes of it, yeah. Where the, where can I watch that? That's on my Twitter. I'll send you the link. Send me that because I'm not on Twitter, but I want to see that. Because did you did you get did you get teary? Oh yeah, I was crying. I mean, I'm an emotional guy. Look at me. I mean, like, come on. Well, did you watch it live for real? Like, like you taped yourself as you watched it for the first time. Yeah. So something happened that indicated to me, oh my god, shit is about to go down right now. Yes. I know people like the reactions. I think it's kind of like I cringe a little bit, but I whip my phone out, I hit record, and I just watched it live. I'm gonna have to do that. But I don't know if I can. Live I do it for the fights. I mean, people gave me so much shit for the uh, the McGregor one when I was losing my mind and fixing my hair during it. It was a bad look. It was definitely a bad look. But I'm an emotional guy, you know, sensitive. Okay, but it is. Me people too. Like that. They like that. They like real. Yeah. They like that. And I'll tell you, I'll, the, the the ending of that Mandalorian when they, there's a certain there's one X. What about when they're like, oh, one X wing? Now we're saved. And the thing, and all of a sudden. You see, and if you thought Jimmy, oh, Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy. what happened? <laughs> oh no, Jimmy's a Boba Fett in it. Jimmy's a fuck. Oh, Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy, there's so much exciting oh. stuff that's going on. Let's see the post credit scene, Jimmy. Jimmy, oh, hopefully Boba Fett's in it. Oh, listen to me, Jimmy. I mean, if Lando Calrissian. Like, like, all right, let's talk about fights. Let's act like grown-ups. But listen, before the end of the show, we're revisiting this, Robbie. Just we really will. And All even right. after the show, you and me will stay on oh, the stand for an man. hour. We'll talk oh, about dude, it. Are you kidding me? I got nothing to do. <laughs> um, guys, what could we say about Steven Thompson, man? Best striker uh, in the fucking UFC or what? I mean, he looked incredible. I mean, it was 50-45. I, I mean, I, I definitely thought it was 50-45 was justified. But look who that was fighting. I know. The yeah. guy's a beast. Just yeah. like uh, Vicente Luque's a beast. Like, he does. He just... There's something about Wonder Boy with his karate style, hands down, a little spring in his step. I love his sidekick. I love that sidekick. I don't give yep. a shit. I thought of you every time he threw it because uh, so you great. asked him about it. Yeah. It's just such a great way to keep distance, to stay safe. And uh, his arms are down. Everybody's always oh, hands are low. He, but he did. He brings them up. He brings them up when he's punching you in your, in yeah. your grill. Yeah. You know, he's, I mean, the guy's 37 years old. You know what I'm saying? And he refuses to be a gatekeeper. Yes. He refuses. I said he refuses to be a gatekeeper. 
He's taking out all the top like prospects. Yeah. They're throwing it at him, man. I know Pettis caught him with that, with that punch. Yeah. But, you know, kind of like, hey man, shit happens. And I'm not and Pettis is looking great too. This was almost a theme of the of the of the uh of experience. Right. Like you, when you watch yeah. the day, when you look at Steven Thompson, when you look at Anthony Pettis, when you look at Jose Aldo, who looked fucking fucking amazing. Looked like the old Jose. He looked Same great. Thing there, yeah. He looked like a beast. Yeah. I mean, it was really a night. It was a night of the veterans. It was the night of the guys that been around. Yeah. And, uh, the experience really, really, uh, really showed. Don't you think? Yeah. Tybora, uh, Pajeda. I mean, it seems like everybody. Uh, yeah. You're and, right, buddy. You know, you talk about the, the Tybora fight. Um, uh, Greg Hardy. Greg Hardy. It's, it's fair to say he never looked better in that first round. Yeah. For real, yeah. yeah. Terrifying. When he was walking him down against the cage, oh my God. Man. He shits the bed. Like every <laughs> great supervillain, he's got a weakness. You put him on his back, he's like a turtle. It's great. I love it. Oh, boy. I would love to work with him, dude. I mean, well, not really. I mean, I'm, I'm busy. <laughs> I'm, I, got, I got a family and shit. But I mean, if like he was one of my guys, like I'm not like trying to, like, my, my point is, I'm not trying to recruit people at this stage of the game. Right. But if I if he was one of my guys, Oh man, the the flow drills I'd have him doing that should be that should become muscle memory. Someone you know at that mean? level of experience, you're saying you would. Well, love I'm talking about on the I'm talking about on the floor. Yeah. Like it's not about showing this guy an armbar, or it's not about showing this guy a mount escape. It's about put before and after practice having him having somebody on top of him locking their legs underneath their butt, him using his lower body. Just to, I mean, he was I mean he just didn't. Even like when he was in half guard, he could have used a knee shield to come in and everything from the outside is always easier. I understand. But the way he's moving down there is not, it's not in sync with a guy that's, that's been doing the right thing on the floor. So that's what I say. So, and that's something you got to get at. You got to be, you got to be having these flow drills up and down the mat, you know, 10 minutes before class, 10 minutes after. I mean, that should just be. That shouldn't be the, the workout. That should just be put in there so it becomes muscle memory. He should he should not know the, the wrong way out of mount. Like in other words, like he should the arms should not be coming up. The he should be just it should, all should be coming muscle memory. And that only comes with the repetitions. You know? Who do you want to see uh who do you want to see Thompson fight next? I, I'd love to see him fight Colby. I mean, he's number five. I don't think they've have they updated the uh rankings yet or no? I I actually he beat up he beat uh someone below him. So he might not move up in the ratings at all, but I, I the rankings. I would love to see him fight Colby Covington. That would be great. The nicest guy versus the meanest guy. You there you go. Like be, that. Yeah. Interesting lead up. Cause Colby would talk a lot of shit, but I mean, it is. Yeah. yeah it's, it's Colby but, shit talking. Yeah. But could I mean, that, that would be like, could Colby get a hold of him? I mean, he's very good at, yeah. I mean, look, he's hard to get down. Uh, Thompson. He's like yeah. springy, you know, he's, he's, his, his uh, brother-in-law's, Chris Weidman, you know what I mean? They practice a lot. He has that beast looking to put him down. And, you know, I even I would just love to see uh, Colby, like how much volume he throws in his fights against Thompson's weird style. Like I want to see how they clash on the feet as well. That's a really good fight. Yeah, that would be a good fight. fight. But it would almost be like a waste of Colby's like, like shitty persona though, because he can't really attack. (laughs) I mean, that's not going to work out for him. Like, you know, I can't even see him attack. What's he going to say? I can't even see him attacking him. Yeah, he oh. called out Masvidal after the fight. He wants that rematch. Yeah, I, I would. I'd rather see him versus Colby, or I'd rather see Masvidal versus um, 
Leon, Leon Edwards, Edwards yeah. now or versus Colby. I mean, yeah. he's a, that, that's like shit, man. There's no stories that have to be written. That shit's already written. Yeah, just, exactly. It needs to be. It's called. It should be both of those. Could be. They used to have like titles to all the events. They don't do that shit now. It could be unfinished business. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, yeah man. Shit. That's I what love those play. titles. They got to bring those titles back. You could. You could do all of them, Matt. When do they stop? And why? Pretty early on. I think they just ran out of, you oh, know, yeah. cheesy, you know? unfinished business. This time it's personal. This time yeah. it's personal too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, and also, you know who I want to see fight and not a lot of people. Uh, and what's unfortunate is not a lot of people like watching this guy fight. You're going to say Jake Paul? Ryan Hall. <laughs> not Jake Paul. <laughs> Ryan Hall. Hey, first of all, Jake, Jake Paul's the one that just fought the, the basketball player. Yeah. He, yeah. he wasn't fighting bad, by the way. No, he wasn't. I, 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 no, yeah, listen, he, no, but first of all, he knew how to, he knew, he, he knew that was one guy that got some, has some rounds in sparring and one guy that was just an athlete. Yeah. Cause, exactly. cause the, what was the, what was the, uh, the basketball player's name? Nate Robinson. Nate Robinson was running, just running into shit. Almost like me in UFC 31 running into like a back fist. He was just running into <laughs> shit. It's just not, it wasn't intelligent. And Jake Paul not to get into that fucking thing, but he was doing faints, faints, and he looked like he knew what the fuck he was doing. Yeah, he handled himself. I don't know. He's been I don't, fighting I don't, for a few years now. He has, yeah. yeah. Yeah, him and his brother, they they, they look like they're good athletes, but uh, I don't I don't follow anything else with that. And Matt, was, oh. you want to see Ryan Hall? I thought yeah. of you too, John. I think it was Chase Hooper who did one of those yeah. Ryan Hall-like kind of somersaults onto the ground, into the leg because Chase Hooper, I think, was losing that fight. Um, it looked like yeah. he was uh, he was really being outstruck um, pretty, yeah, but, uh, pretty decisively, yeah, uh, and he got that third round. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I agree with the commentary too much on that. I love those guys. I think they were because if you, he might have been getting outstruck, but he wasn't getting beat up at all. No, no, no. But he, he was, he was. Be, I, I didn't think he looked terrible, but he definitely was being. I thought outstruck. I don't and uh, any shots of any consequence because I remember hearing that, and I saw that fight late because I was yeah. there, and I saw it after the fact, and I remember watching it thinking like, oh man, I heard he's. I'm expecting him to almost be getting hammered, almost the way it happened with him and Bruce Leroy, you know, yeah. Alex Casares. Um, Alex uh, Casares, yeah. yeah. Uh, I thought it was going to be something like that, and it wasn't. He was in there. He just was, and he landed a couple, but, and then when he had his moment on the floor, it was beautiful. Yeah, like, and he's been training with Ryan Hall as well. He credited Ryan Hall with that. Oh, he did? Okay. Oh, did yeah. he really? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. I didn't even know that. I didn't He spent that. time with Ryan Hall between his last fight and this one. I like Ryan Hall. I mean, somebody who was it was I, I forgot who was saying it. I'm, I don't want to throw out the name, but they're like, oh, like they they they'd want, they they'd almost like they'd wa- rather watch uh, Patriot than watch him fight. Uh, who was Connor's buddy that time? He just controlled them. Artem, Artem, Artem. Yeah, dude, I love that shit. The guy, dude, he's lets shit. He lets his feet go, and he's he's going. And then when people try to grapple him, he's just fucking phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, the guy he looked. I mean, uh, he, what did he do? Uh, in an roll to uh BJ Penn, to, uh, BJ Penn. I don't. That was crazy. I, don't, I mean, you guys got to remember, it's the martial. It's 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 not just about rock em, sock em, rock, right. rock em, sock em robots. I mean, that guy's got so much skill. And I don't know. I think I'm his biggest fan. I don't think anybody else. Fucking, hey, he's. I'm looking at him now. He hasn't fought since uh, July 13th of 2019. So I guess I'm going to Nobody and yeah, nobody accepts him. fights on Instagram. He keeps calling out like one by one, all the rankings in his division. Nobody, nobody wants to deal with him. Nobody wants to fight Ryan Hall because he's a problem. You know what I mean? And he's still hanging out with Fahaz Zahabi, right? 
I think so. Uh, we'll, we'll get back to him. Let's talk about. Let's talk it about. Looks like we have Rob Font let's connecting. Rob Font over, over such an amazing fight. You put in the work training at the gym, on the court, at the track, wherever you go. You push your body to the limit. Now maximize your results. Discover how to unlock your inner champion with Thorne's high-performance sports nutrition line. With the most comprehensive line of NSF certified for sport products on the market, Thorne is the unquestioned leader in both quality and innovation in sports nutrition. With pre-built fitness bundles like Thorne's training bundle, you can jumpstart your training and fitness routines and help take your performance to the next level. Don't trust your body to anything else. Choose the supplement brand with the extensive third-party testing and the highest level of certification recognized in pro sports, Choose Thorn, the official sports performance nutrition partner of the UFC. Visit thorn.com and use the promo code UFC10. That's T E N for 10% off. That's promo code UFC10 and you get 10% off. And Matt and I get the credit, and that's all that matters. Hey, what's going on, guys? What's going on? Congratulations, bro. Oh, man, appreciate it. Thank you. What a phenomenal fight, man. Thank you, man. Thank you. Uh, where are you now? Uh, I'm actually at the gym right now, um, waiting on Calvin. Oh, they're, about to, they're, about to, they're about to get a training session in, in the cage right now. That's a nice. Is that regulation size? That's nice. Uh, it's a little smaller. I'm not sure exactly. It's a little smaller. But yeah, you got the little bunk beds up there. <laughs> yeah, oh, you got fucking you got bunk beds up there? Yeah. Uh, is that for afternoon naps or do people like stay there well no I just kind of like just post up and relax after, after uh, sessions and so you don't have to fucking go home and all that that is awesome man at my old school I had this little room like with a cot so like, be, I, I love my naps you know what I mean so when I get ready for fights I would sneak in there and like there was a kids class going on I think they knew I was in there and I, if I wake up early and I have to take a leak I couldn't get out because I didn't want nobody to see me <laughs> there's nothing to do with anything <laughs> I threw the bunk beds I just start going off well you uh, I mean I was kind of surprised the fight ended as fast as it did um, you know but you looked really really uh, great and I know Marais I felt was going to be very dangerous coming into this because of his last fight um, and sometimes a guy coming off a loss is, is, is dangerous. Uh, were you kind of surprised or is this what you expected? Um, you know, this is always what we planned. Um, you know, obviously it's fighting Mon Riots, you know, you expect the up and down crazy, uh, fight. I didn't expect him to shoot as fast as he did, but you know, once I felt him on the ground, I obviously instantly knew I was in there with a high level BJJ guy. So I kind of like took my time to get back up. And once I did, I just let loose. And I'll tell you, the, 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 the second you got up, the accuracy with your strikes, and what was it? Was it a jab that knocked him down? I'm yeah, sure. yeah, Jeff. I kind of, I believe I hit him with, with, a, with a left hook that kind of um, hurt him, and then I kind of put him down again with the jab. And then after that, it was the, the rear uppercut sat him down. And I just, from there, I just saw black, and I just went. Man, you're on fire lately. And, and after this fight, you know what I like? And I thought about it right away. I'm like, man, that is a great, a great uh, call out. You called out, uh, you, you're interested in fighting TJ Dillashaw. Yeah, yeah definitely, man. Like, why, why wouldn't I? You know, that's a guy like that, ex-champ. You know, that's, that's, that's a big name. Um, rattling off, like, if I'm, you know, obviously beating Bryce and going and beating TJ, that'd be huge. You know, you can't deny him a title shot after that. Man, something's going right. When is he supposed to come back? Do you know? Oh, sorry, Matt. Do, do you know when is he scheduled to come back? 
Um, honestly, I don't know. I'm not sure. I think it's uh, like mid January. I, I believe it's January 21st. Oh, okay. Oh, oh January 21st. Okay. Suspension. Man, talk about a guy that's um got some. I don't know. You think of him now, and it's almost like. Was he a champion? Like, do you consider him a champion? Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of tough. Like you said, man, it's like, you know, like, I mean, I don't want to go, you know, see, it doesn't really matter to me. He has that name right now, but like, you got, it has to, you know, it has to be in the back of his mind, you know, like, we all know, we all know what you did. So it is what it is. But, you know, saying like, you know, nothing, nothing against him. I just, you know, I, I need, I need those big names under my, under my resume. And he, he's, he's right there. You know, everybody else is booked. He's the biggest name. Like I feel like I'm, I'm the guy to, 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 to you know, welcome him back to the division, and you know, I guarantee he'll be entertaining. It'll be interesting to see how he is too, and how, and then people will kind of make a quick judgment of how much that doing that stuff went into his that that run he had and how good he was. If he comes back and he looks as good as he did, you'll say, all right, you know, he's he is the fighter everybody thought he was. But if you if you remember when Jones and Matt, I think you pointed that out when Jones first came back after a layoff. Uh, he had a, a fight, a, a very tough fight with uh, Ogun yep. St. Pru, and it went five rounds. And he was expected to really dominate St. Pru, and he won, but it was a much tougher fight. And Matt, I think you raised the thing that uh, that was right after he came back, and, and that might have had something to do with it. So it'll be interesting to see how TJ is when he his first fight back. Yeah, I'm definitely interested. I want to see how he fights with you solder on his ass. <laughs> you know what I mean? Jose Aldo called him out as well. It seems like, you know, everyone's gunning for TJ. Rob, would you want to fight Jose Aldo if neither of you get TJ? I mean, yeah, definitely. I would obviously, you know, um, TJ probably, I would love to get that one first, but uh, if that's the fight to make, you know, obviously I'm, I'm, I don't say no to anything. So I'll definitely jump in there with, with the legend like Jose Aldo. It's very exciting at your gym right now. But I mean, you got Calvin, yeah. Ka- Cal- Calvin Cater soon versus uh, yeah. uh, Max Holloway, Max, yeah. which is good. That's, that's just that just smells like a fight of a night right there. Yeah, that's, that's going to be the fucking fight of the year. It's got to be <laughs> such, it's got to be such a good energy in your gym right now. Yeah, no, we're you know we're just we're just building off momentum, just trying to um, you know stay focused, keep our head down, and just keep grinding, and you know let the results speak for itself. But uh, yeah, it's, it's a good it's a good. It's a good vibe in New England right now. And are you and Calvin, um, are you uh, hitting the course? Are you guys hitting the golf course much or no? Nah, not yet. Not, not yet. yet? We have, uh, not yet. After this fight, we're definitely going to jump, get somewhere. But it's it's fucking snowing right now. Actually. Oh, yeah, shit. What the fuck, Mike? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, where would they be hitting the course? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm an idiot. You know what it is? I just remember, I remember that they liked golf. And, yeah. I, and I'm not a golfer, man. Yeah. I mean, I guess I mean I guess we could squeeze in some indoor golf somewhere around here, but we got we got to figure that out. But it haven't happened lately. We uh we got it we got in a couple of rounds not too long ago, but it's definitely not happening right now. It's like a couple of feet of snow out there, so yeah, shit. We'll post it up. We post it up with some with some with some coffee in the gym. Yeah, man, Rob. Besides uh besides. Anything fighting related and besides golf, what are the hobbies you like that's not related to fighting? Um, you know, I do a little bit of everything, you know, basketball when I get a chance to, a little bit of football, whatever, when I get a chance to just, you know, try to stay active. Uh, you know, golf has been huge, so it's been like so super easy on the body. So that's been kind of my last addiction for the, for the, for like the last three or four years, but. Um, you know, I try to get out there, but it, it's hard, man. It's hard. Like, you know, I, I still teach, 
Yeah. Um, I do private lessons. I just, I just got, I just opened up a studio um, for private lessons. And oh. so I still do that. And then, um, yeah, you know, so, so it's kind of hard to get kind of just switch it up and do anything else. But that golf is, is, uh, is definitely out there. Do you find you, every athlete seems to play golf, whether it's basketball, NFL guy. Um, I'm amazed. Cause I, I just, it, it doesn't seem interesting to me, but is it relaxing? Like, do you really just like, does your mind clear? No, 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 no. It's, 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 it's the toughest game in the world. <laughs> It's not relaxing at all. I don't. I don't. I don't understand who who said made that up. That's a fucking. That's a lie. You know, like, <laughs> it's hard, man. But it's it's another way to compete without obviously breaking each other's face in and kind of like going to uh, going at it too hard in the gym. And like, you know, you get to go out there compete. You know, hang, get out, hang out with the boys on a nice day and just find another way to kind of win. But yeah, no, it, it's it's fun, man. There's a lot that goes into it. It's uh, depending on you know. It's, yeah. It's, it's a, so many courses around that you just get to drive around and skip to and get on and just, you know, and just get out there and take a break from, you know, the, the gym. Are you good? I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm not, I'm not like, the game's so hard. Like, you need to put a lot of reps into this, but I'm, I'm getting there. I, I would like to see, like, you and Calvin Cater on the course. And do you guys wear any kind of funny pants or no? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. no why, Rob? Because I would like to see you guys, and I'd like to see some, like, frat boys behind you going, hey, let us play through. What the fuck? And just start some shit with you and Calvin Cater. And then one of you capture that on your cell phone, because that oh would be God. That would be great. You imagine that? Yeah. <laughs> you know, be an interesting day on the course for sure. The massacre on the links. Got all healthy uh, hobbies, man. All I do is play VR. <laughs> you know, I gotta gotta switch it up, man. I gotta. I guess I gotta try VR. I gotta switch it up, man. Well, listen. Since you since you brought Go it up, up Rob, <laughs> if you wanna if you do want to get into it, Oculus Quest Two is just Oculus That's Quest cool. Two. I'm Even Jimmy has it. The word. He's playing the plank game by himself in his fucking. Old- Right. It makes me nauseous. I do. I just like to go to places like and, and like do things with heights, things I'm afraid of. I don't I don't do shooting games because I suck at them um, and I get too dizzy. But I just kind of like to go. Hey, you can visit Spain or Portugal. So I just like to go into these immersive around, videos and photos. It I like it. <laughs> just walk around or float over the city. It's actually pretty cool. Um, yeah, I, 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 that's what I don't do. Matt's like into the, the I'm not a very competitive, so I, I suck at those games. <laughs> Fuck, man. Population. Hey, it up. By the way, golf, the thing about golf that's interesting is like, it is the one sport where young guys, super athletic guys can compete against old guys, businessmen. Like, it's weird Everybody how play. you can have four people from... Everybody can play and compete on a very equal level. Whereas basketball, some fifty-year-old accountant could never. <laughs> uh, right, but in golf, I mean, he may be yep. better. You know, it's, it's an interesting game the, the, the way that's set up, and uh, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a good time. You know, the network, get out there with the buddies, and, and just a little bit of everything, honestly. But uh, it's definitely not relaxing. So whoever's made that made that up is definitely lying. I, that might be. Yeah, I've heard that about pool too, though. Shooting pool is relaxing, and I'm like, I suck at pool, so I get very angry. Yeah, it's not relaxing. It makes me unha- I'm frustrated. Got to be fucking oh, Fats Domino on that Who's this? <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to be some fucking Fats Domino. He sang Blueberry oh, Hill. He? <laughs> <laughs> did he? I thought he was a pool player. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 That's no, Chubby yeah. Checker. Oh, Fats Domino. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, listen. It's, I guess you know some guys go on the course and they drinking some beers and they make it relaxing, but you got that competitive yeah. spirit, Rob. That's why you're a fucking right. animal. 
in a good yeah, way. We were out there fucking shooting it, talking shit the whole time, just trying to figure out how to, how to really get up there. But uh, yeah, man, I just kind of like yeah, Calvin. Calvin and his brother got me onto it. They they brought me out to the course, and then, then I just wanted to. At first, you know, thought it was supposed to be relaxing. Obviously, learned that it was a lie. And then it got to the point I just wanted to. I just wanted to compete with the boys. And then once I got out to kind of that level, and I'm like, wait, I just want to. All right, let's keep pushing with this. Started taking a couple of private lessons here and there, and just kept going with it. But we'll see. You might see I'm trying to. My neck Are you patient? There. Yeah. Yeah. Are you a patient learner with stuff like that? Because it's such a different thing than mixed martial arts. The the little delicate putts yeah, and the, like, are field. you good at it's that or do you? Get... It's literally off field. It's off field. You, you basically, you know, you, you kind of like find one one um, one swing and try to like just kind of perfect that swing, and then once you get around the green, or, you know, you just it's off field from there, man. It's just making things up. That's the I think that's the thing I like the best. You just try new shots try new clubs and just make it up as you get closer to the hole. And then obviously once you get on the green, you got to read that line and just put it in. But it's, uh, it's, it's simple, but the hardest thing in the world, if that makes sense. Shit, man. When you see somebody scream like fuck and angrily throw their club, I you understand. I never done, I haven't done that yet, but I, I understand. I get it. It's, 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 it's frustrating because you get like it's so hard to put together eighteen holes. It's kind of like you might do one, the next one you completely destroy it, and then next one you do decent, and or you'll play the same course over and over and know the exact way to play it, and then you mess up every single time. So it's 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 tough. Shit, man! Can you watch it? Yeah, yeah. I was just uh, I got I got to watch a little bit on the flight back from uh, from Vegas. Uh, Tiger Wood and his son his son's out there out there playing right now, and it's pretty cool. And no, even watch awesome. the, well, the young kids, man. They're like it's it's like it's it's crazy how how good they are and how how much dedication and concentration. Like you can see how concentrated they are into just making a play. It's it's crazy to see the young ones doing it. Did you, well, did you ever see footage of Tiger when he was a kid? I think it was on uh, Mike Douglas's show. Like his father brought him on, and he was like five years old. He was like a, and he was playing. You know, so he's been playing his whole life. You know, and he was he was the man back then too. He's still doing his thing. So you're good at learning something, and, and you're comfortable learning it, and like, uh, and not being great at it at first until you get really yeah. good at it. Basically, that's how that's how that happened with MMA. Just kind of like just keep. Keep trying, keep learning, fixing it, and just keep kind of like just constantly tinkering on your on your skill set, and just always, you know, having that patience to to get better. You know, then obviously once it comes to you know fight night, you just figure it out. <laughs> just go out there and just figure it out. Were you surprised that Marlon wanted to take it right to the floor like that? Because he usually stands and bangs some, and even though he's a you know what's up. funny, you know what's funny. Uh, as I was walking out, right, I'm walking out, and I, I kind of like had a feeling like. I saw his coach, one of his coaches, uh, Wagner Rocha. Like, oh man, this guy's gonna take me down. Like, I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was. I was like, I saw his coach as I was walking by, and like, you know, he's a high level BJJ guy. I'm like, he's gonna shoot, but I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know when. And showing up the first thing, I'm like, damn. Like, I called it. <laughs> like, I called it. Like, for some reason, wow. as I, I didn't. I, the whole week, the whole week, I didn't even like. I thought I was gonna stand. And they were gonna, we we're gonna start trading. And then the moment I saw his coach, one of his coaches, like, he's gonna shoot, and. Ten seconds later, he shot. 
What, what was impressive was the second you got back up, you started just laying into him where some guys are afraid to get a little gunshot. He's like, oh, he's going to shoot again. Let me just try to time a knee. Let me try to time a sprawl. But you were just on his ass. Like, right. It's like you got up. You're like, all right. Yeah. And uh, I started like, I was like, all right, listen, like he obviously he's shooting. Let's kind of like go forward. Uh, and just trying to like wear on him. Let's just get in his face and wearing him and see how, like, cause you can't do this three more, two more rounds. Like I figured he wouldn't be able to do it for two more rounds. So like, just get up and just go at him. And then, uh, you know, I just, cause like, even when he was on top, I, he was like, bro, like, is he really, is he breathing hard right now? I couldn't believe him. Like he's winning this. I'm like, oh man, just get up. I like, just, just get up without giving up your back and giving up your neck. I'm like, you're fine. Just get up. I'm like, he was kind of little, I can feel him. I'm like, get the fuck out of him. Like, right, just get up and just go straight at him. And then figure like, yeah, you won't be able to do it for two more rounds. So then just, I caught him. And then once I caught him, I, said, oh. just, I kind of just kept pushing and, uh, you know, got, got the knockout. You look like you don't got a mark on you. Doesn't that feel great? Yeah. Doesn't that feel great if they're at camp and look at you? You don't look like you got a mark on you. Not at all. At all. So great. It was smooth. I mean, he landed a, a, a kick in like in the first round, and then after that, it was like, so I got like a little bruise on my hip. But besides that, it was great. Ah, oh, shit, man. It's nice, too, because the way fights, we've been talking about this every week, but there's so many fights are getting switched around and opponents are changing because of COVID or a guy, our coach test positive that having a fight, we look like Kevin Holland did, uh, you know, five fights in, in, in 2020. I mean, you can, you're ready to fight pretty quickly. I mean, you'd probably be ready to turn yeah, around I mean, in the middle awesome. of January, right? Yeah. So I'm got right back in here, like literally back in here. The boys are coming in a little bit. I'm just trying to like stay ready because I didn't really take any damage, um, you know, there's, there's, especially now with COVID, you just never know, like things can happen, things can get shipped around. And if I, if I you know, they, they need a shirt replacement on any, any of these cars, I'll, I'll, I'll jump in there. That's right. So you've always kind of, you've stayed kind of ready this whole time, just knowing that that can be, that can happen. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. But it's smart, man. It's really smart. Well, congratulations. I mean, you look great. Um, yeah. Just a, a devastating, devastating win. So I'm sure we'll be seeing you yeah, again yeah. before, uh, hopefully January, February. Yeah, figure it out. Definitely, definitely. I'm excited, man. Uh, felt great out there. Big win. Just trying to, you know, build off the momentum. Just get back in there as soon as possible. Very good. Yeah, have a good holiday. Uh, it's nice. You don't have to stay in shape now as much because no one is fighting for the next three weeks. So you don't have to worry that, like, you know, Christmas Eve, you're going to get called. You can just relax and enjoy the exactly. holidays. Just hang out for a couple. Then we're right back in here. We Obviously, we got a big fight with Calvin. Go get that W, yeah. and then we're going to find out what's next. So great. All right. We'll talk to you before your next fight, we hope. Okay? Thank you again, guys. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, Rob. All right, Rob. Congrats, time. Take care, buddy. Congratulations. What a good guy. Yeah. Yeah, he is a good oh, guy. Adam Hunter. Do you know why? Maybe Adam will know. Adam's uh, knows. Uh, he's uh, he probably knows more than uh, can I do about the inner workings. I'm going to ask Adam. Here he is. I'm on. I'm here. Hey, what's up? What's up? How are you guys doing? What's up? Man? It's funny, man. I don't have your number, but I when I saw your fight pass, uh, I saw the commercial for your fight pass special. I was going to text you and congratulate you, but I realized I didn't have your number, and I'm glad oh, you're on. Thanks, man. I appreciate. Uh, you know, always a big fan of you, both you guys. It's funny too. I, I was looking at your Twitter, and you had used some really funny shit. Uh, Dean Thomas tweeted, uh, "I'm what did you what did he write? I'm training again." And you said you just put the Bellator uh, heavyweight division on notice. <laughs> it was really fucking fun. Really funny. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Uh, hey. We go way back. I mean, I mean, me and Jim used to play basketball 
what, like 20 years ago, it would be me, you, Patrice O'Neill, uh, Keith Robinson, Colin Quinn at like three in the morning. We would, after the comedy seller, I, I wasn't passed. I would just go watch. And I was like the newbie and you were always really nice to me, which was like really nice is like, cause a lot of times, you know, elder or, you know, veteran comics are that nice to like newbies and you were always really nice. But one of the funniest things ever, we were trying to find a basketball court. And it was all these like, I don't know. It just looked like it was like a shady situation. And Steve yep. Marshall, who's a funny comic, was like, well, what's going to happen if, if we get jumped? Are we going to whip out our, our tape recorders? <laughs> and, uh, and you said, press play, they'll run. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> I didn't know you were Adam. You seem a lot. I'm not seeing a lot younger than Jimmy because Jimmy looks very young. But I didn't know you thank were you, Matt. <laughs> Jimmy. I, I didn't know you were in the same circles there. Where did, where did you call your comedy? Yep. I started doing comedy in like 1999, oh uh, 2000. I like I remember Jimmy when he was living in at home, like in, like in Staten Island, like the basement of your parents' house or something, oh. and he would go on. St- no, I was in Jersey with Jim Florentine. It was like 97 to 2000. I was in New Jersey. I was in uh, Cliffside Park with, with Jim in a town. He, to he would go to the comedy cellar and no one knew Jim at that point, but he, he would just murder like I've never seen anybody. It was the angriest person I've ever seen in my life uh, and just throw bombs. It was just, I never saw crowds react to this. It was, I've ne- I mean, I, you're, you're still you're one of the funniest, but holy shit. I remember okay. it, like, it was right when Survivor came out and he said he wanted to give the kangaroo AIDS and have him chase around the people on the island. Uh, oh, no. So <laughs> 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 wait, Adam, you're from, are you from East Coast or? Yeah, I'm from uh, Long Island. Yeah. Get the, you're fucking from Long Island? Yeah. I'm from, I'm from Oceanside. Dude, come on, man. He's metal. I mean, wait, how old are you? If you don't mind me asking. I'm 42, but I'm, I grew, I grew up with, uh, with a Mondo, Mondo Palenco. Oh, Mondo's one of my guys, one of my students. Yeah. One of yeah, my yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah. goodness. Oh, what yeah. a small fucking world. I didn't know that, dude. I always, I thought you was a West Coast guy. Well, I moved out about like 15 years ago. Uh, but yeah, I'm from, I'm from New York, Long Island, but I, I, I got sent away to, Boarding school in Maine when I was in high school. I, I didn't actually last. Why were you in trouble? Were, were you like a bad kid? Yeah, I was like I was starting to get become really bad. My sister was like the worst, and then I was like following on her her footsteps. We both got sent up to a uh, school for like kids that needed to re, you know rechannel their energy. Is uh, she okay now? Your sister? How's she? Doing? Yeah, yeah, she's well, she's great. Oh. She works as a social worker in Rikers Island. Uh, oh, oh wow! Yeah, she's 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 I mean, a really hard job, but she's she's doing great. So like, yeah. yeah, that was a. Uh, that was the best. That's where I found wrestling and everything uh, there in high school. But, um, but yeah, I actually, I mean, Norton and Sarah, I mean, I mean both you guys, we, uh, you know, Long Island guys, New York guys. Yeah. Shit, man. I mean, I mean, Oceanside at 42 and I'm 46. We're like, we might know a lot of the same people. That's crazy. Yeah. No, but absolutely. boarding school, I mean, that's something I thought you, the parents always just joked about. I'll send you to boarding. You really got to the boarding school. Yeah. Yeah. My parents actually went through with it. They said, I mean, it was the best. I, I was running away from the house and I was, you know, just trying to fight my parents and just being a total dickhead. It was like almost like in my high school, like an Oceanside, like I never actually made it. I never stepped foot in the high school. I got something in eighth grade, but it was like the worst kids got the most celebrated. It was just, it was not... It was like as all the troublemakers were the popular kids and I just wanted to be popular. So I did whatever I took to be popular as opposed to actually, you know, having character and, 
being a nice person. And, you know, I learned all that when I was there. I, I knew it, but I actually focused on it, you know? You picked the right profession though. I mean, look, if you want to just be popular, being stand-up, I yeah. mean, this is the best place to do it. You can channel all the shitty energy that people have. That's what we do. And we, we somehow get positive stuff from it. It's, it you picked the perfect yeah. job. Actually, yeah. In a lot of ways, yes, absolutely. Adam, are they doing the MMA awards this year or no? They are. And every year I pitch a scene with you and Dean Thomas recreating 90s and 80s movies uh, where you're Mel Gibson and he's Danny Glover. Uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> what happens? They turned it I don't know. I, I think this year they were going to do it because of COVID. They kind of we couldn't travel. Um, uh, but this year we, I, I, we just came out with the Henry Cejudo one that came out yesterday. Oh, instead shit. of Instead of... Oh, the rap. Yeah, yeah. Instead, instead of instead of uh, wet ass pussy, it's cringe ass Henry. <laughs> where, where can um, I see that? Where can I see it's, that? Uh, it's on it's on Twitter. It's like it's actually blowing up. And even the guys he disses, like Volkanowski, is he actually tweeted? I always wanted to be in a rap video. Uh, and like that. Sean O'Malley, he calls O'Malley a hype train. O- O'Malley likes it too, which was this was nice. Oh. Uh, and then and then I did one with Dominic Cruz and Phil Davis, where we have them as like BTS as the Korean, as like the K-pop band. It was supposed to be Angela Hill too, but her teammate got COVID as I was driving to shoot it. Um, but uh, Dominic Cruz was the funniest because I like pitched him the idea. I'm like, look, I wanted to have Ngannou be like one of those K-pop guys with the, with the wigs I thought be, and have like six of them. <laughs> but I couldn't get the, the whole, it was getting lost in translation. Like I had to go through his manager. and it, I, it, So I'm like, all right, yeah. who else? Because now... I got to find someone on the West coast that I can't really travel. I'm like, who's really grumpy. And I'm like, Dominic Cruz would be the guy. So I call him like, I'm like, give me the yeah. K-pop pop and he goes, there's 25 reasons I shouldn't do this, but I'm, I'm I'm reading a book called being a better person. So, okay. Or something. All right. So he does it. <laughs> I, I drive down to San Diego to do it. He goes, I don't get this. I don't find this funny. This sucks, but okay, fine. I'm like, we're off to a great start. Uh, but he was actually, yeah. he actually killed it. It was a lot of fun. It was him and, uh, and uh, Phil Davis. Did it. That's funny that Francis, Francis would have been a good choice too, but it's always tough when you got to go through management and go, no, 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 but I want K-pop. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a tough oh, sell. 100%. 100%. Yeah, it is. I mean, yeah, I remember the, when I, we did the one with Cormier all about the cake and chicken. Uh, he, he, he left going, I don't know what the hell just happened. Like he just, he didn't even read the script. He shows up and then next thing you know, it's like 60 million views. <laughs> that was and great it, though. That was great. With so DC, funny. With the, yeah. DC, with the chicken? Yeah, Maybe yeah, yeah, the most yeah. reusable gif of all time. Like it's just right. best. Oh, what you gotta the, own yeah. that shit. You gotta own it. That's why DC don't care. DC can be a little chubby. Yeah. He don't give, he owns it. He doesn't yeah. go, oh no, I lost a few. Now nah, he dances with the chicken bones <laughs> and shit. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, it actually started the, the fight with him and, uh, him and uh, the Black Beast was like, I want to fight him because he was disrespecting Popeye's chicken. And that was because of the video we did. I saw that. That was hysterical. That's yeah. I'm amazed. It, it's so hard for me to pitch things. Like, I, I admire your ability just to do that, like to write something and go, no, no, this will be funny. Let's just do this. Uh, and despite the person not understanding it's going to be really funny or, or not agreeing, yeah. I, that's yeah. balls, man. I, I respect that because I'm such a fucking, like, oh, look at, look at it. like, you know, your ability to do that is. Uh, it's hard. I mean, I, I want to. What were you saying? No, no, no go ahead. What were you asking? I was just going to ask you if you've gotten any blowback, but I, I think you're kind of uh, like Yeah, um, Ferguson. I wanted to have Tony Ferguson this year. You know how they had that, the guy drinking cranberry juice? Yeah. Uh, I wanted to have him on the back drinking cranberry juice, but then he like 
starts doing all these crazy stunts. He needs like an outer space and like missiles. And then he's like in like a body cast, but he didn't want to do it. So, I mean, sometimes people are just like, ah, you know, it's, it's hard sometimes when, you, when like you're like texting people. And then like you're the one like Uriah Faber, when I had his, uh, the song he had talked about, like my, my chin can twerk. Uh, where I had his like butt chin twerking. Uh, he was, he was, he was a good sport about it. And then Johnny Hendricks, I had him as the weekend of, I can't make the weight when I fight you cause I'm hungry, <laughs> but, but then he kept missing weight. So then they kept playing it. Uh, I was just like, Oh, he actually missed weight after the song. So that was, oh, that was my <laughs> When did you know you wanted to be a comedian and how was it first starting off? Was it brutal? I mean, uh, for, yeah. first starting, it was, it was absolutely brutal. I mean, I was doing comedy. Uh, I took a comedy class or two in New York city, which are like ridiculous. I mean, yeah, it's like, I remember one guy, he was, he had everybody yell like he was on these, like, I want everyone in the class to yell curses, like, fuck you, yeah, blah, 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 scream as loud as you can as an exercise. Turned out his girlfriend worked next door his ex-girlfriend. So we were just like cursing her off for the class, basically just to be a dick. Um, that was this, that was guy, Tommy Coney, but at the beginning it was, it was really brutal. I mean, I, I was doing comedy in New York and laundromats, uh, supermarkets, donut shops, um, just wherever they would have me. I, you know, I was standing outside in times square at a place called hamburger Harry's giving out flyers in like the freezing cold. And I had dropped out of Binghamton and I would see like people that I went to school with going to Broadway shows and like the, the best outfits. And like, how's it going? I'm like, great. Come to Hamburger Harry's tonight. I'm doing comedy in the back of a, you know, so the, yeah. the, people would like spit on me. I mean, it, that was, and that was for the first couple of years. I mean, I remember doing a show in the, in, in the laundromat. It'd be like, and they were good comics. It was like Dimitri Martin was there and like Brody Stevens and uh, Andrew Donnelly. I remember Donnelly in the laundromat taking uh, the dryer and go, let me put this on no career. Um, so that was, that's funny. But, how, how the fuck you end up in a laundry mat? I don't even know that's, that's the way to cut the Yeah, they did. In laundry yeah. In, in laundromats in New York city, yeah. they had like a homeless audience. They're basically homeless people become and people, <laughs> and people washing their clothes. I and mean, it was brutal. The first couple of years was brutal. I, I became a comic because I, I wrestled in college and then I got, I got totally burnt out. I was losing weight the wrong way. I was losing 20 pounds a week. And I just said, I just got burnt. I, I said done. And then I was, wow. I was calling up this like talk, these, uh, they had these like online talk shows, uh, like campus talk, uh, TV shows, closed caption. And they were trying to talk about serious topics. And I would just prank them. But like, Hey, you know, like Devane and like, what, like Devane in my dick. And I'd hang up the phone and <laughs> everyone would laugh. And then I'm like, you know what? I got to do something with my life. I can't just be like a, a no, that's kind of what a boarding school taught me was you have to actually try to achieve something in your life. So I'm like, maybe I'll be a talk show host. So I went down and pretended to be like, learn, learn the equipment. And then I had, a, uh, my, my show was called D's nuts. This is like, this is 1999, 1998. Maybe I had like five wrestlers that were my panel and a Budweiser model. And I'm like, Hey, welcome to my talk show, blah, blah. And then everyone started calling it about me making fun of me. Like, you know, calling me broccoli head because my cauliflower ear, or they were like, are, are you Vanilla Ice or Corey Haim? Or they were doing the same thing I was doing to the other hosts. And I was like, holy shit. Right. And this girl came down to defend herself. She's like, you know, you swept me at the gym. Cause I used to go to the gym and wear like three rubber suits to lose weight. She's like, I see you at the gym all the time on the treadmill. And you, you, I'm like, what's your name? And she's like, my name is Hannah. So then everyone started calling in about this girl, Hannah. I didn't know who she was. I was just happy that the, the, you know, everyone's not talking about me. So then 
she comes down to defend herself on the air. Yeah. And she's like, fuck you. This guy's Seth that talked shit about me and needs to get his fat ass at the gym. And then everyone starts making fun of her. And I had a guy writing things at the bottom of the screen. So then she goes back to her dorm. People are throwing water balloons at her. The guy she was talking about came down to defend himself. Next thing you know, she, like they canceled all the, all the TV shows after that. It was like they had <laughs> disclaimers. And she sued the school for $60 million. She sued me for $20 million. Uh, yeah, for, for like negligence. I got sued for $20 million. And it went to the Supreme Court of Brooklyn. Uh, my, my dad was like, you go to school for fucking, you know, two months, you come home with a $20 million lawsuit. Like, can't you just go to class like everyone else? And, uh, but, but it was the most fun I ever had in my life. Like that was actually like, I can't, I want to be a talk show host. This was actually, I can't believe you can make a living doing this. So then I was like, well, a comic is the easiest way to become a talk show host. So I became a comic, but yeah, the first, it's always been brutal. Uh, is that still the goal? So yeah, Adam, you got sued, and now you said it made it to the Brooklyn Supreme. So did it go? Did it make it past like a motion to dismiss? Like, did you guys file like a motion? Like, it made it past the first I was round. Covered by the school insurance, so oh, I don't know okay. exactly. I knew that it got thrown out. It got thrown right. out by the uh, Supreme Court of Brooklyn. Uh, they they oh, threw it out. Okay. Maybe yeah. But I got sued for like negligence. The kid Seth got sued. <laughs> she was. I mean, she probably might have actually got a settlement if she hadn't went for sixty million dollars. You know, like if she. That's a yeah. tough one. That's a tough one. Yeah. So, oh, fuck, man. I got sued less than I took a dude's ear off. <laughs> I'm not even wow. fucking bullshitting you, man. I'm not even bringing that up. But I'm just saying, I, 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 I yeah. and, and I defended myself, but I'm just saying, I got sued less than that. What the fuck? 60 million. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Easy. I, I got that. sued by a lawyer. You got sued by a lawyer? By a lawyer. He was a woman's rights lawyer. And he recently shot some judge's son and, and then shot himself. Jimmy. Wow. You heard that? Yeah, that guy was a maniac. That guy. Yeah, that, that's why I got sued by. He sued me. I, I, I was tangled up with him for eight or nine months. Yikes. Yeah, back in 2008. Yikes, Jimmy. Yeah. Lawsuits are the worst. They're fucking crazy. He wrote about me in his manifesto. He has this long manifesto. He, he, I was one of the things he mentioned. Yeah, he's kind of. Mad. <laughs> Adam, do you still want to be a um, a talk show host or no? Was that just uh, that was uh, at the time? I mean, I love being a, a comic is the best. You know, I and I I created yeah. a TV show called Pinned, where I'm like a wrestling coach who's a comic, and I, I crowdsourced the pilot and and like the pilot's out now. You can watch it on YouTube. I'm trying to sell that. Um, what is it? What's it called? It's called Pinned. Pinned. Uh, yeah, Eve Pinned. Eve Edwards Pinned? is in it. Yeah, pinned. It's about like a struggling comedian who becomes a wrestling coach. Because I, I do coach. I co I've been coaching for thir 13 years. Wrestling? Yeah, I coach wrestling out in uh, California. You teach yeah. kids, right? I saw I saw footage of you showing, a and I was like, wow, Adam really knows what he's doing. I mean, he was a kid, but it was still like you could see that you know you, you, the technique was like was foolproof. Like if you do this, this someone is going down. Like it looked like a great oh, thing thanks, to learn. Man. Adam, yeah. did you do it all or no? Uh, I started and then I tore my ACL because I, I was I got that dumb wrestling mentality of like, oh, I could tough it out this thing. And then I, I got put in like an electric chair and a oh, kid tore my ACL. And then I, oh. I've been hesitant to go back. I mean, what? after COVID, I'm going to go back. I got I had to get surgery. I got I got construction. I got the whole thing. So um, I, just, I see where you're going with that. Yeah. I tell people like, when you, you were in a lockdown, caught in a. And yeah, I tell guys be stubborn on top. Don't accept getting over. But if somebody's got you in a fucking lockdown with that knee, yeah, take cut your losses, go on bottom. Because that's fucking that's a problem. You know what I yeah. mean? What's an electric chair? What's that? They what lock, is that? They lock down your you're in half guard, and they do they use their legs to lock down your one leg. If they 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 lock it up tight, and then they go under your far leg, 
and they they try and it's a re, and they almost force you to do almost like a split. And if you and even if if you get stubborn and don't accept it, you could exactly what happened there with Adam. Right. So it's a nasty one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Adam, do you guys still, and Jimmy, this might as well, this goes for you as well. With the stand up comedy, which I respect so much because I'm such a silly man, um, do you still get like the the adrenaline going at all? Or like when you get some good laughs, you get off with the, like endorphins running? Because I did it the one time and you were there, Adam. As yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Myself with Dean Thomas and look, man. I'm I'm not I'm no fucking comic. I'm one and done with that shit. But oh my god, I've done crazy shit on Dana White looking for a fight. That was the closest thing I like one of the closest things I felt. I wrote a fucking bowl. I, I, I with the adrenaline. Like when I got off, I was like, oh, I was pumped. I was fucking pumped. Wow. I, was, I feel I was hugging Brian Kalen. I was fucking. <laughs> you know, I listen again. It was a UFC crowd. They were kind to me. But uh, I, do you guys still get that or no? Yeah, I mean, I mean, the best is when you look down and you see people crying. You see people like with tears in their eyes, laughing, and you're just like, I can't believe I, I get to do this for a living. You know, That's it's or, or you just get that big laugh. You know, those the, that that big. You're like, it's almost it's like just shoots through you. I mean, it's it's the best. Yeah. But as good as that feels, sometimes it feels just as bad when like nobody laughs. So uh, so it, yeah. it it really kind of it's not really a. Oh, it's not really a one-way street. It's just sort of like you're like, oh my god, as good as that feels, you're just sometimes you're just like, uh. But that's the thing about like comedy, and I'm sure fighting is like sometimes like even when I wrestled in high school, like okay, this kid's stronger than me. He's better on top. He's got he's he's better, more muscular. I got to figure out what's the one weakness I can do. It's, it's the low single that worked every time. And sometimes with the audience, it's kind of the same way where you're up there. You're like, okay, they're not laughing at my jokes maybe the crowd work is what i got to do to bring them back into the jokes it's sort of like right. just figuring out that puzzle of how to make like i think rich voss said it like a good comic is like a good point guard where you can't have one move you know you have to have different you can't just play one way they're going to figure you out the worst is when crowd work is killing and then you go back into material and it fucking shits the bed again and you're like, yeah. Ugh, yeah. Fuck. i thought i had them and i don't Especially, but yeah it, it never gets old it's like it's like the 500th blow job you get is just as great as the first blowjob you get. That's that's how it is. Like you know, what I mean, it's always it's you never get so used to it that you don't enjoy it. Yeah, I mean that's a great analogy, Adam. I've been a fan of yours for a while, just through Twitter. And as someone that works for Barstool and has to create comedy through MMA, I wanted to know how do you find the balance of being like sort of respectful because there are bigger stakes than any other sport here, but also like pushing the boundaries and also joking about everyone. Well, it's funny. Like when I first got the the job, like I actually worked for the UFC for a while. Um, people don't know this, but like what happened was like, I wrote a bunch of those sketches and I met with Dana and Dana's like, Hey, I want to do these like Tosh.0 uh, videos where you make videos about the upcoming UFC events. So I make like three minute videos and I did that for three, four years, but all these jokes that I didn't have were just wasted. And I'm, I'm sure Jim knows like a lot of times, like you just, you hate wasting jokes especially if they're jokes you can't do on stage. Like, and with MMA stuff, it's like, all right, I, I, I can do a Chris Weidman joke. Most people don't know who Chris Weidman is. I mean, I know who he is, but most people in an in a average comedy club don't know who he is. So I'm like, all right, well, I'll do this Twitter right. feed for people that like that way for the fans. And that, that blew up. But to answer your question, I don't make fun of people. And actually Matt Sarah blocked me one time. So uh, I? I actually, yeah, I could, I, I convinced <laughs> you to unblock me. 
Yeah, on Twitter. I'm not on Twitter no more. It must have been ages ago. It was, but at the Laugh Factory, I'm like, hey, will you please unblock me? And then you gave me me a huge hug. You're like, what the fuck did I block you for? I wasn't good with Twitter. I'm not good with people. And I don't know what you said, Ernie. I'm sure it was a hype joke, but I don't know if it was a fat joke. It could be either or both. But I can take a joke, but I didn't like the Twitter. I thought there was too many, like, rude people. It it, it is. It is very toxic. You almost have to just tweet and then walk away. And not and not look yeah. at the responses, but I don't I don't make fun of people when they lose, you know. Unless unless you lose in a way where it's like like a Bob Sapp type of way, where it's like you just tap to like a single leg, like okay, I'm gonna kind of make a joke about that. But <laughs> but I don't make fun of people if they get knocked out. I'll, I'll never like retweet anyone lying down, you know. And and I know that like you know there are no rules to comedy. They're just they're just my rules. I'm not saying these yeah. are other people's rules. It's just my rules. Yeah. Uh, because the people that have gotten mad at me. Uh, have been like if they lost in the very beginning I was like oh fucking anything goes and then I was like oh shit you know like that's this is not really what I'm trying to do you know I don't so right. it, is, it is it is a fine line especially if, if I know the person like and a lot of times like if I make a joke about the person I'll text them first like I'll be like hey Tyron is it okay if I make a joke saying that like you're rapping so bad it gave me cauliflower here you know <laughs> and then like and, and Tyron will be like alright go ahead you know so, so a lot of times I'll clear it with the person beforehand you know it's uh, it's hard if it's like like John Jones is someone who like blocked me on every medium you know me and yeah. and I'm a John Jones fan you know but when you I'm not leave, but when you leave the seat of an accident or you know you get positive for cocaine or for picogram and then they, and then they, they move the whole event to a, a state where it's legal. It's like, how do I not make a joke about that? Uh, I kind of wouldn't be yeah. doing my job as a comic if I just ignored that, you know? And it's hard sometimes because I'm sure as Jim knows, like, like what, when I did that, uh, that joke about, uh, like, for example, with Henry Cejudo's new album, I'm like, oh, he's got more bars than a war machine, right? <laughs> now, I know that people are going to be like, Oh, you're making a war machine joke and more machine beat up his girlfriend. And you know, like, they're going to take it to that. Like I'm, but the joke is he's in yeah. jail and he's, yeah. and, and there are bars there. Yep. So I have to like be prepared for the blowback of idiots. So it's sort of like finding that kind of, sure. you know, finding that lane. Can't stand them. And making fun of people. Like part of it is like, you are, you're a comedian. It's like John, like, you know, if John Jones likes somebody, but he had to fight them, he would do his job and he would still drive his knee into their chin or try to knock them out, even if he liked them, because that's his job. So it's kind of what being a comic is like you, you're making fun of things because it's what you do. Like, it doesn't mean you don't like the guy or respect yeah. him. Um, have you ever met him face to face and told him, like, look, dude, I love you. I met him before he was famous, like, like right after the Stefan Bonner fight. And uh, the guy couldn't have been nicer. He was a really, really nice guy. Um, yeah. I've had some fighters get mad at me for not roasting them. I remember I had, I had Kevin, I had Kevin Randleman on my show and he was like angry. He's like, I thought I was going to get roasted, not toasted. And then he kept DMing me like, what the, when are you going to make a joke about me? Blah, blah, blah. So finally I was like, all right, whoever makes the best Randleman joke. Like I, I gave away something and I made a couple jokes and within like five minutes, he calls me up and he's like, tap, tap. He tapped over the phone. Uh, <laughs> and then we became like friends for life. You know, uh, same with Danny Castillo got upset when I made a joke about him. And now he's been to like six shows. So a lot of guys, it's like, I think they learned that like, you just got to, like, a lot of his timing, you know, mm-hmm. 
So yeah, you're having fun with them. You're not trying to humiliate them. Like, like if a fighter knows that you respect him, like there's a difference between shitting on somebody because you think they're a clown or an asshole or a guy who you really love, who you're just making fun of a, a part of their, yeah. Cause you know, you shit on yourself too. Like, you know, you, I'm sure you're very unkind to yourself. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, the best guys know. are like Dylan yeah. Dennis because I feel like he, I feel like he kind of gets it. You yeah. know, like, so if I, if I make a Dylan Dennis, it's, it's like, like my wife told me to send me her, her dick pic because I don't want a Dylan Dennis, right? Like he'll, he'll like fucking be like, oh, I'm a dick. I get it. You know, Ben Askren was the best uh, as far as being made fun of. I mean, he just was like, he didn't give it. He was, he was like a good friend of mine. He just did not care. So, uh, but a lot of people, yeah. the problem is that people see this and they, and they think saying, hey, you suck, LOL. Is the same as making a joke. Yeah. It's like, no, just putting LOL right. after constant. It's not an actual joke. That's the one thing. It's got to be witty. Like when people will be like, hey, hey, fat Sarah, not Matt Sarah. It's like, oh, fucking A. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> I like that one. I'm going to delete that from my drafts. Uh. <laughs> yeah, no, right now, I mean, the, this is about you. Like, I would say things like, I can hear Matt Sarah yelling and my TV's not even on. That's good. You know, <laughs> I got so like, yeah, but that's, I mean, dude, you're the, you, you're a great coach though, too. Uh, that's I, like, I, I think you, you, uh, you and Longo are like, I mean, what, look at, look at who you guys have like produced, you know, between uh, Weidman and Aljamain yeah, and like cool. these other guys out there. I mean, it's like oh, legitimate, man. like studs. Aljo better be fighting for that belt soon. I don't know what the hell's going on. Awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. so funny about Aljo. So th- this kid hits me up, Roman, uh, Roman Bravo, who's like one of the best wrestlers in college right now. So he hits me up last week and he's like, Hey man, I want to start trolling people. What should I do? And he's like, he's a, he's a wrestler of Penn state. He's right. Like third in the country. So, so I was like, well, who do you want to call out? And he's like, no, I just, just want to be funny. So I go, all right, here, tweet this. I go, most wrestlers out there will go. Most MMA guys right now couldn't pin a tweet. I will beat anybody uh, in wrestling and the charity goes to, to Jake Paul, teach him how to fight. Right. So he puts that like an Aljamain response. I'll wrestle you. Now they're wrestling at Penn state tomorrow on like TV. Like, <laughs> oh, that's fun. Uh, but I think they're also doing a submission match too. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah so, I mean, as listen, Aljo likes to just stay. That was funny. Aljo's phenomenal, man. I believe he's the next champ. I yeah, can't wait. Me too. Uh, yeah, I no, and he, so he actually took time from his uh, vacation out in LA and helped coach my middle school team. Oh, that's, wow. that's what People don't know this about Funk Master. He gives back. Hey, Adam, I see behind you that nice family uh, album. You have uh, a picture. You have uh, one kid or how many kids? Yeah, I got a baby daughter. Actually, a week before my kid was born, yeah. I think about you all the time because I it was you, you and Dana White and uh, Dean Thomas called me to help you with the songs for the country songs, right? Uh, you guys were singing at some blues bar. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah, and that's I was right. like, and I was like, I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have a kid. I'm having a daughter. And at the top, I always, I wanted to have a, a, a boy. I'm not gonna lie, but like, boy, I'm gonna have a daughter. I was excited, but you're like, dude, having a daughter is the best. Yeah. You have no fucking idea. Yeah. You're gonna love it. And uh, you were right. Uh, so weird. I mean, it's weird, isn't it? Like I wanted yeah. a boy. I thought I wanted a boy too. I don't want a fucking boy. Now, you got a boy. You got to raise a man. That's a fucking job. <laughs> you got a kid. You got a girl. You got to sh- just give them a lot of love. Make sure they don't end up on the fucking pole. You just got to make sure they're there. <laughs> you got to give them that love. Make sure they don't got no daddy issues, man. You yeah, know? no, it's true. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's. I know it's true. 
Well, that's good. Do you feel like do you feel like it changed your comedy at all? Becoming a father or, or no? Uh, yeah. I, oh, I have a lot more kid jokes. I mean, I mean, <laughs> oh, even. Hey, Adam, Adam, I heard once, this was you, some girl said something like, that's a dad joke. And it was, you're like, <laughs> you're like, you're like, oh, well, I'm a dad. You know, if I, I, I don't want to ruin it. And you're like, if I was doing horror jokes, what'd you say? <laughs> I go, I go I'm, I'm a dad. I'll, I'll, I'll do a horror joke for you. Yes. That's so, right. Yeah. No, I mean, having a kid. Yeah, it is. It's 1000% changed me. I mean, and also like, I don't give a fuck about what people say anymore because I have my my kid in some way like like that's really the only person I really care I mean my wife and my kid I mean other people a couple friends and that but it's like like she thinks like I'm, I'm the best she's only two so she, has, she hasn't learned I'm not yet but 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 she but she but she looks at me like you know that it's the, it's the greatest it really is the greatest how long yeah. are you married I didn't know you were married married four years uh good for you uh yeah being married is married is the best it's it's the greatest so you enjoy it. Yeah, I've never even been close to it. Like, I've never been close. Um, I've had like a few long terms, but I guess, I don't know. I just can't. You're alone. You know, maybe I'm just not married. Yeah, I don't know. Rebel. I know. Jimmy just wants to be alone. No, it's not that. It's just, I don't think anybody really, people uh, get sick of me quickly. Kenny. Like, when they realize this really uh, is all there is, don't talk I like think that. they're just done. <laughs> you always have really pretty girlfriends, though. Like, you always have, like, exceptionally hot girlfriends. Yeah, I've done okay. I mean, I've done better than my physical appearance would dictate. But that's, you know, that's just being yeah. a, a comic. I mean, that's basically from that. Um, maybe someday. Who you knows? will. Maybe You'll find someday. someone, Jimmy. You will. I, I, I still so. laugh at that joke when you talked about, like, uh, how you were in a cab and the guy said, take, take you said to the cab driver, take me to like 15th, like fifth and fifth and 30th. And he's like 15th and 30th. So like, yeah, the Hudson river. I'm Aquaman. Can't you tell? <laughs> and, then, That's right. and then you tell the whole crowd that you didn't really say that, that you just actually said fifth. But when you went home, you wrote it like, like you had to let everyone know that you actually didn't say that. It was even funnier too. Yeah. I probably felt, yeah, I felt like I was lying. I'm like, I just don't, I don't feel good about this. I mean, just honest. Adam, where can people see your special? I think our show is finished. Um, it's on Fight Pass, but when and what time? I believe, and I believe it's going to come out the 28th, 29th on Fight Pass. Uh, really, really excited okay. about it. Uh, it was it was awesome. Mike Perry's in the, in the front row. Huh. Um, and it, and, oh, and cool. his pregnant girlfriend. Uh, and I was nervous because first they said, like, okay, the crowd's going to have Travis Brown. I'm like, that guy blocked me. Great. Uh, him... Uh, Mike Perry, because I made a joke about he said that him and Rhonda like anal sex. I'm like, well, now now he can't sit for two weeks. Like, it's like a simple simple joke. <laughs> he, him and then he said that though. He said they like anal sex. Yeah, they, yeah. they had some weird tweets about like no tacos today. It was, it was strange. Oh that, that, no! Come on, worlds are colliding. I'm sorry. I'm saying <laughs> it, it <was> <laughs> Awesome. I'd love to hear about that. I would love to hear about that in great detail. <laughs> Jimmy's doing that anal. He makes sure they're going to Taco Bell first. <laughs> <laughs> no tacos today. Is really what the tweet said? It was crazy. It was, right? Yeah. yeah. They said, like, they tell everyone they have anal sex that we can't make jokes about this. Like, I want to see yeah. those tweets. I'm not going to whack off to them or nothing. I'm not going to well, you know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So Mike Perry, though, was actually, I was nervous because he was like literally three feet from the stage 
And this dude is like, got kicked out of the UFC almost for being too violent. I mean, I mean, this is the guy <laughs> fucking, and uh, he was the best sport. Like I made jokes about it. I'm like, oh, your girlfriend's here. I remember you from 16 and pregnant. I just kept going on. And he was like, he was dying. Like he was, he was the coolest. I understand. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? He actually did raffle off his cornerman that for that fight. Oh yeah. He actually he did. He got through with it. Yeah. He's fucking hysterical, man. He looks like a, like a Spartan and he's got those, those tattoos on his face and it's not like a nice calm looking tattoo. Like, like <laughs> <bone>. It's kind of <laughs> some shit on Bubba. He like, gets something on his eye and it's, you know, that guy looks serious. He's got like a throwback. Isn't he kind of like yeah, a throwback to like kind of the Tank Abbott days in some ways? Like he's sort of throwback to the fucking 300 days. <laughs> <laughs> Put that yeah. guy in one of those short things with the cape and the fucking shield. Yeah, I, li- I like him, though. I like that. Well, that's what I like about this sport. Just not only the athletes, just the characters. And there's so yeah. many new guys. I mean, I can't get over that Kevin Holland. I'm just, I just, I, that guy's one of my favorite guys now. Yeah. Amazing. Did you ever fight a guy that talks shit to you during the fight like that? Uh, no. Oh, no. No, one time Carol Parisian, like we were, he was, he flipped off Longo. He thought it was Henzo. And like hey, the guy's getting tired, he flipped them off. And I remember, and I was actually getting tired. So when he flipped them off, I go, "Oh fuck, this guy's not getting." Tired. <laughs> <laughs> the opposite line, like, Shut the fuck up! You're giving this guy fuel. But anyway, you know, <laughs> so, you know shit that happens in the octagon is is really funny because it's very like um, it's like in three D when it's happening. It's like it's weird when it's happening. I even Medjavar is back, and he's he's a little El Salvadorian Canadian guy, and he was hit me in my face like this. And every time he hit me, he goes, sorry. sorry. <laughs> I'm getting hit. What am I, I don't know. Am I supposed to say it's okay? I don't know the fuck I'm <laughs> trying to open me. I had no neck. Whatever. But, hey, man, when is your special coming out again? Uh, the 28th. I believe the 28th on Fight Pass. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to watch, man. If I was awesome. on Twitter, if I was on, I'd unblock you. But I'm not on that shit. But I'm following oh, you good. on Instagram. Yeah. At least I'm going to. Uh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And the promo is good for it, dude. The jokes are good. It looks like it moves really well. Um, and I'm glad I got to congratulate you because I, I, you know, I wasn't able to text you, but uh, oh, I'm happy I for you. Appreciate it. Thank you, Robbie. I'm a big fan of you as well. Yeah, and congratulations Adam, on the special. And Adam, please do not give up on that 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 bit with me and Dean Thomas. <laughs> want, no, I think it'd be hilarious. We want to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I. I, I could show you how I pitched it. I could, like literally it was my second, it was like my first one. I was like, you got to do this. Uh, and I think it was just a matter of this time. It was just COVID. It was because it couldn't fly anybody anywhere. Well, sooner or later. And we, you know, we'll, we'll make that happen. You yeah. Know? yeah. That, the uh, Henry one's doing pretty well, though. you got to see the Henry Cejudo, uh, cringe ass Henry. Uh, it so, it's on Instagram too. Or no? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's on, it's on yeah. his Instagram. Uh, he's a good dude. He's a very misunderstood guy. Like he's actually like a really, really nice, like humble person. He's really funny. He plays up the cringe thing. He plays that up. It's an act. Like, yeah, you know? yeah. I think he doesn't. He just kind of gave up on trying to be liked. <laughs> he's like, fuck he, it. He, I'm fuck. he gave he gave up on that when he was challenging Valentina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking great, man. Adam, thanks, dude, for coming Thank on. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Good guys. talking to you, buddy. Congratulations, man. All right, talk to you, you soon, too. man. Take care, Adam. Bye. Yeah, thank you to Adam. And uh, I guess, oh, we have to end the show. I mean, uh, this was nice. Uh, We're not on on Wednesday. It's nice because there's no fights. It's nice. 
Um, really, did we talk about we talked about Stephen Thompson? We talked about Jose Aldo. Yeah. We talked Amazing. about who's the third guy he's in. Uh, do we talk about Michelle Pajeda against Chaos Williams? Pajeda, I, I had Chaos. You had Pajeda. You were right. Um, yeah. He looked great, man. He looked well, really fucking great. In there. I thought Chaos should have got that fucking fight. I thought Chaos had the first two rounds, to be honest with you. Pierre, Pierre Michael got the last one. Uh, this is the thing. It was close. I liked his counter punches. Yeah. I, thought, I mean, with all the act, he's got such athleticism. And he's and he's constantly moving. How about we do some more? How about we do some more fucking kicks? Why? I mean, I listen. I like the dance moves. I could I could look at that shit and try to mimic it, have fun with it. I like yeah. a good capoeira fucking thing they do. But if you're being that active, why not be more active on your opponent? Like, what the fuck are we doing here, dancing around? Like, I get it. You're not getting tired. Why don't you do that and do more of those fucking front kicks that are looking fucking brutal? Yeah. Keep, you have the juice. Keep throwing that shit. I don't know. I get a little yeah. frustrated because the guy's got, and then when he's throwing his straight punches, they're landing. Yeah. He's doing too much of the, I, the whack, I don't mind the wacky shit now because I know he's going to fight. But do more of the fighting. I mean, I don't know. It, it bothers what? me. And uh, by the way, and uh, we were both wrong about uh, uh, Cheeto Vera. Uh, I think we both took wow. Vera over Jose. Um, yes, I was happy for Aldo though, man. I, I love when a guy, a veteran like that looks as great as he looked and he looked, he looked really, really good. good. And I mean, the game, if the game plan was, cause sometimes, uh, uh, Cheeto got in there and he got the double underhooks and other guys he probably would have put down. Listen, man, Jose Aldo, I mean, he fought Chad Mendez and he's, he's one of the hottest guys to get down. That's why I think he gave Frankie Edgar so much trouble. And he never, and he never, Frankie never beat him because yeah, Frankie could have mixed yeah. it up with the striking to the takedowns. But Jose, all those takedown defense is just uncanny, man. So I mean, you know, um, I, I, I think that maybe the game planning was a little off, or he didn't know until he felt it. But Jose looked like he just looked physically like a beast. And 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 I'll tell you. I like seeing him use a jiu-jitsu. I don't, I'm not used to him going for takedowns. That body triangle at the end, Cheeto, I mean, and I like Cheeto a lot, but it's your job to get out of there. You know that. And he knows that. You can't just look yeah. at the fucking thing and be like, you know, what the fuck is, all right, he's holding me. Well, he's got your back. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's almost like somebody's mounted and you're like, ah, come on, hey. You know, you got to get out of there, dude. And they said a ref won't pull you. If you're, if you, if you have somebody's back, no. they're not going to pull. They're no, not going to separate you. You got somebody's back. Can't do it, man. It's your job to yeah. get out of there. Cheeto's a young guy. Yeah, he's a smart guy. He's with Jason Perillo and the crew. Uh, Oyama. They're gonna, they're gonna, yeah. they're gonna look from. They're gonna look. They're gonna learn. And I like to, I like to see him fight again soon. I like that. I saw Sugar um, Sean O'Malley put something on there like about Cheeto. Like, oh, maybe we can run that back or something somewhere. So. I like that. Yeah. I like that by by Sugar because that's more of the attitude sure. to have than saying, "Oh, I never fought him. I never like I, I was undefeated this year." That was yeah. a weird. Ra- there was a weird um, route he was going with that. I think weird- he still is sort of going with that. He was making jokes like, "Oh, Cheeto! Like I thought Cheeto could just kick someone in their nerve and he could win fights." And he was saying, "Like I'm still undefeated." He was. He wasn't completely like, "We're good, Cheeto." Yeah. 
Yeah. He was very badly hurt, but it doesn't matter. I mean, that's, that, that's what happens. I mean, look, John Jones against yeah. Chael Sonnen never would have made the second round. He would not have walked out. Chael would have been the light heavyweight champion if Jones, I mean, I think he, I want to say it was with a minute and a half left. So it wasn't like it was with two yep. seconds left, but broke his fucking so toe. He never would have been able to walk out for that you second think round. Chael's doing yeah. okay for himself now because that guy could be on a bridge. Could you think about him with fucking Anderson with Silva? With Anderson, oh my God. Silva, sure. He could have been fucking champion yeah. a couple times, but listen. Twice, yeah. He could have been He could have been a middleweight and light heavyweight champion. You know? Yeah. I, I mean, before we let everybody go, before you plug your chip chippers and stuff, Bobby Fox, for the people that don't know, now they know. They got to watch this Mandalorian because- Oh my hey, God. If you're an old school Star Wars fan, or if you're not even into Star Wars, you might just, this is totally something different. Such a good story, such good action. There's the Mandalorians, there's some Jedis, dark troopers. It is so much fun. Jimmy, give it a shot. Give it a shot. All generations, Jimmy, they're all bonded over this. I don't want to pay for Disney. Come on, Jimmy. I'd buy it. Dude, I would buy it on iTunes. I'd buy it as a movie or as a series. Like, I don't mind paying for that. But I just don't like Disney. They annoy me. And all these streaming services fucking are annoying me. Oh, this one's got this service. That one's got that. It used to just be on cable. <laughs> and you could just kind of go grab it. Now it's a get this app. Get that oh, app. Man. Who's got friends? HBO Max. Is it NBC? It's a fucking nightmare. Um, but yeah, maybe I will watch it, dude. Everybody says it's great. And I love Bill, Bill Burr's Burr so episode much, this so season. He, maybe I'll watch some it. Some of the just, best acting he's ever done. I know he bill is great, so no, I'll support anything. Yeah, over. serious Look, stuff. Philosophical. Yeah. yeah, that's your buddy Bill yeah. Burr. Uh, and you know, some movies don't hold yeah. up as kids, so I like watching this with my family because I tried to go back and watch the okay. never-ending story with my kids, and I realized that it was just yeah. shit. It was just <laughs> it was a hot plate of shit. That never-ending story. Anyway, Jimmy, what do you want to plug? Nice. Well, after before, once we're done here, don't don't disconnect. I have to do a quick uh, ad read, but uh, I want to plug the uh, Chip Chipperson cameo cameo dot com slash Chip Chipperson cameo. I'm not on the app, so if you want to fucking cameo, stop telling me to go on the app. Just go to cameo dot com slash Chip Chipperson or Jim Norton. I'm on both, but Chip is much more popular than I am. So feel free Robbie That's Fox what, what do you want to promote I've got a podcast called my mom's basement you guys have both been on it before we talk about MMA we talk about wrestling we talk about nerdy stuff we do Mandalorian recaps every episode and That's next cool. Monday we will have a Mandalorian award show where we're going to give out awards for like all right, hey, who is the MVP of the season what was the best moment of the season stuff like that who's going to be on that one okay who do you got on there as guests uh, a bunch of people from Barstool. We have like all of the Mandalorian fans from Barstool HQ coming on that one. I would love to get you uh, to hand out an award if you would like as well, Matt. Let's talk about this off air because I think I'm in. <laughs> okay. I, I like Jimmy. Yeah. Knows I like that stuff. And he loves can't really goof on me because I get more than most people. Hell yeah. You could be like Absolutely. my bodyguard when people try to goof on me. That would be a great video That's- series. Me and Jimmy were trying to pitch a reboot for that but <laughs> before your time. That's right. But hey, guys, listen, I got nothing to say. Matt, Sarah. Uh, yep. This is the wrap it up, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Did you bring that out just to me, Jimmy? No, no, I've had, the, I believe somebody I know does cameos with this bell and, and a Santa hat. I'm on cameo. People, I mean, I've been doing it. Right. I've been wishing Merry Christmases to people. Nice. And I really, I go above and beyond. You don't got to twist. You put me in an arm lock to sing. 
You don't got to have me like Oliveira had Tony Ferguson. I'll fucking sing. <laughs> All right, real. guys. Guys, I had fun. I hope you did. Uh, have a merry merry if I don't talk to you guys. Matt, have a great one. I'll talk to you next Monday. Merry Christmas, guys. All right, guys. Take care. Yeah, Robbie, always great seeing you, buddy. Have a great holiday. I'm sure we'll see you in a couple weeks. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts.